0: Welcome to People Tech, the podcast of the HCM Technology Report. I'm Mark Pfeffer. My guest today is Jonathan Kestenbaum. Until September, he was co-founder and managing director of the research and advisory firm Talent Tech Labs. Now he's Managing Director of Technology Strategy and Partnerships for AMS, Alexander Mann Solutions. We're going to talk about the dynamics of talent acquisition at a time when the pandemic and new ways of working are making the world, to say the least, unsettled on this edition of People Tech. I began by asking Jonathan what lured him from Talent Tech Labs to AMS.
1: Yes, so I started Talent Tech Labs almost eight years ago. Um, and, uh, you know, it's been a fantastic opportunity to really get deep expertise, uh, in the talent acquisition technology space, uh, and I've actually had this opportunity, uh, to also build deep and meaningful relationships with heads of talent and CEOs of, um, RPOs and staffing firms. And, you know, as with anything, uh, you know, after eight years of doing something, you get excited and interested to try something new. And um I I had this opportunity and, and we built a healthy business. Town tech labs is still growing and um you know we, we you know we were generating revenue, cash flow positive, growing on EBITDA, right? Um but um really wanted to try something new and um leverage the knowledge that I had built up and the relationships that I built uh, to, uh, you know, kind of join one team. So use it uh, on on uh, instead of advising a number of different companies at the same time, kind of join one and be able to not only give advice, but actually make it happen, uh, execute on the ideas that we have uh, and see if we can make an impact. And I had this opportunity, as I said, to advise a number of the large RPOs. and. I was always fascinated with Alexander Mann, AMS, um, from the sidelines, as I believe they had the foundational elements for what would make the um, RPO of the future. And so uh, the second I got the opportunity to join the team, I, I ran as fast as I could.
0: You made this move at a really interesting time in terms of the labor market and hiring, you know, and all of these things that are you know, just so up in the air because of the great resignation and people debating whether or not they want to go back to work or how they want to go back to work. Is that something that's sort of top of mind with um, your new team and with you?
1: Yeah, so I'd say one of the big things that I learned is, uh, and, you know, despite all the billions of dollars that have been invested in town acquisition technology over the last five years, let's say, which is probably like $10 billion over the last five years. It, you still need people and process uh, built around that technology for it to be successful. Uh, and, and so, uh, be, now being on, on the people and process side uh, and being able to really build ideal people and process teams around technology, Uh, I have this opportunity to to see things from a different perspective and to really um, optimize the technology in in, in unique ways. Um, Definitely the fact that, you know, talent acquisition has been a dynamic space uh, since 2014 when we started Talent Tech Labs. It's definitely an interesting time, not just with the great resignation, but also with uh, this move to remote work and how that's changing the way that we we recruit and 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 find talent. Um, and And so I'd say you know and, and and actually also i'd argue, you know the the renewed interest in diversity and the you know the the impact that, you know um you know that you know could have on organizations if they take it seriously, you know all of those dynamics, uh, are are driving even you know more excitement in the talent acquisition space, and so th- those are definitely things that are, you know are driving me towards uh, you know continuing to uh, you know dive deeper in the space. But I'd argue that the, the opportunity to combine the people process with the technology and really you know make one plus one equal three is what excites me
0: most. Okay, now. Nope. <clears throat> You're out there talking to a lot of employers, obviously. Um, what are you hearing from them? Are there, are there any common threads uh, in the the challenges that they say they're facing and that they talk about?
1: Yeah, so around, I'm still wrapping my hands around the quote unquote great resignation. Uh, it's it's early days in terms of conversations that I'm having with folks. But I, I would argue that um, like the verdict is still very much out on whether you're just seeing two years of attrition in one year, rather than because, you know, during COVID, not many people are leaving the organizations they're working at. So, and and there's no data backing up this statement right now. I'm just saying I'm still, cause we're just starting to have conversations around it, but I'm just saying like, there is a case where this could just be two years of attrition happening in one year, uh, mm-hmm. because of, of the slowdown that COVID brought to to, to attrition. Um, you know, I, I think though, you know, many of the conversations I'm, I'm having are uh, with organizations that are struggling to uh, find talent. And it's mostly in, in you know, areas where there are skill shortages, um, you know, so technology, you know, but also areas where uh, due to the COVID pandemic, you know, for example, retail or hourly hiring, uh, folks are struggling to uh, engage talent to come work for them. And there are many drivers there.
0: what's your sense about all of the um, employers who talk about they can't keep their employees because their employees have decided they want to do something that's more fulfilling. Um, You know, I read a lot of reports where employers are saying that not sure that there's a lot of numbers out there to directly back them up. So what's your take?
1: Yeah. uh, So, so I think that um, look, I mean, the, brought, and this is actually a thesis that I have generally speaking on talent acquisition technology and just technology in general like how I invest my capital personal capital in, in, in this in, in the public markets and the private markets uh, I, I think that the internet has brought rapid transparency uh, to the world. you know AI is starting to bring you know some automation and efficiencies but the internet broadly speaking has brought you know uh, rapid transparency. As that impacts the talent acquisition space, it means that the the noise to value ratio, like the amount of noise that uh, uh, a candidate's going to hear from other companies, because the accessibility is so much more open now because of the the path that the internet brings for data and information about your organization. But similarly, for the companies to understand data and information about the candidates that companies are going to start to have to lean into, Uh, how how to best engage candidates, both before they apply for a job, and then once they're an employee, keep them meaningfully engaged with their career. And so, you know, I think if there's areas where companies need to lean in, uh, based on the, you know, the fact that the internet, you know, again, um, and and technology is making its way and impacting this this side of, of the world, uh, you know, engagement is is going to be one of the keys to success, and that's both on the talent acquisition side and talent management side. And I think that um, you know, it it it's something you know that companies uh, have been thinking about for a while. It's not. This is not like um, you know. It's 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 not a, It's it's a healthy thing. That companies need to start to pay attention to these things, right? Like the market dynamics, I think, uh will will drive better outcomes for employee employees um, in the long run. Um, it's a challenging when these uh shifts happen. Um, but I I would argue that. So I think one, that, that particular trend is is a healthy one. Um but I, I would agree that I don't think that it's the only reason why employees are. Leaving companies or you know a hard to find. I you know I think I think that in addition to technology and its impact on you know talent and you know HR broadly, um, COVID nineteen has has created so many new opportunities for folks to work uh, from from home uh, and in jobs. Uh, that you know might not be like like you don't have to work a retail job you could work virtually for you know a company now and i think that it's opened up uh new opportunities in markets where those opportunities might not have existed before and it's it's creating a shift which is uh partially another reason why you know companies are struggling to find talent for roles that traditionally weren't as difficult to find talent for.
0: Okay. Now, my last question for you is, you know, as you're embarking down this new path, um, what are the major challenges that you think employers and recruiters are going to face over the next, say, one to two years?
1: The major, so, sorry, I just want to, think through
0: my answer before i uh it, you know give the, yeah, the, the the major challenges but i'm you know i'm thinking about there's you know there's an election you know next next year um we're still digging our way out of covid who knows where we will be you know next year just there's there's a lot of balls up in the air um so what's that make you look out for
1: yeah well i, I think i I think that to to that point, um, you know, there's a lot of balls up in the air, uh, you know, companies are not sure how aggressively they should be staffing up, uh, which, you know, potentially could mean they could lean on contract staffing firms more meaningfully, um, you know, and there's a lot of interesting work happening in that part of the market. I I also think another trend, which I didn't mention previously, but I, I think plays into the next one or two years is, as technology and now leaning into artificial intelligence um, makes its way into organizations, not just talent acquisition, but other parts of the business. You know, automated machinery. Uh, you know, automated systems for your call center. Uh, the the, the you know the the roles um, that people are playing in organizations are going to change so rapidly that we're going to have to spend time reskilling and upskilling our people um cuz they're going to uh, not be the, the skills that they have are not going to be as relevant for the roles that we need them for tomorrow and th- this is partially what excited me so a- as i thought about my next you know step in my career uh the part one was okay hey i have you know technology is only one piece of the puzzle the people and process part is another so being able to mesh those, those three things together uh, was exciting to me. The other side of it, I think, was I do believe that companies are going to lean on RPOs more aggressively over the next two to three years because they're not going to be able to skill their people um, and build talent pools of the new talent they need fast enough to grow um, as aggressively as they need. And so they're going to lean on rpos to help them you know build those talent pools because we'll already have them uh potentially in in the market that they're looking to hire so i think uh it's a really exciting time you know for rpos to be able to take advantage of 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 that you know tech that that shift in the market um you know and I, th- I think you know there are obviously a ton of other dynamics we're not addressing uh you know like you know the change in, in leadership. Uh, you know COVID's continued impact on on our health in the world. Um, but you know, with even putting those aside or, or d- downplaying uh, their impact, you know, I think you know, the, the, without those, these things were happening, and uh, you know, with those, these things are accelerating the need for technology in the business, and uh, that's accelerating the need for RPO. And again, accelerating the need to figure out how to meaningfully use this talent acquisition technology and build the ideal people process structures around it.
0: Well, Jonathan, thanks for talking to me.
1: Thank you for having me. Super, super excited to be here.
0: My guest today has been Jonathan Kestenbaum. Managing Director of Technology, Strategy, and Partnerships for AMS. And this has been People Tech, the podcast of the HCM Technology Report, where we're a publication of Recruiting Daily. We're also a part of Evergreen Podcasts. To see all their programs, visit www.evergreenpodcasts.com. And to keep up with HR technology, visit the HCM Technology Report every day. We're the most trusted source of news in the HR tech industry. Find us at www.HCMTechnologyReport.com. I'm Mark Pfeffer.
1: The world's best-known investor and Wall Street expert, Warren Buffett, once said, Tobin and I are seasoned Wall Street executives with deep investment experience, and we are prepared to share our advice to those who choose to listen. Download Buy, Hold, Sell today on the Evergreen Podcast Network or your favorite podcast channel. Faith in the news media has been challenged, making it even harder to get stories told. The Friday Reporter podcast was created to help audiences better understand the media